Hello and welcome to the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast. My name is Bex and I love books. That's why I'm hosting this podcast. Now, we have got lots and lots of stuff to get through today. We will be chatting to Rakshan Rizwan and her son Youssef Sami. They've written a poetry book together called My Sneezes Are Perfect. We've also got a little conversation with Sally Gardner, award-winning author, and I will be revealing my Fun Kids book of the month. It was difficult to pick this week. But first, like I said, we chatted recently to Rakshan and Youssef or about their brand new poetry book so let's find out what happened shall we i am joined right now down the line by rakshan rizwan and yusuf sami hello guys how you doing hi we're doing good it's pretty early in our end <laughs> i was gonna ask where are you in the world um so we live in uh california in san ramon uh it's a uh, kind of a small town it's, in northern it's california in Uni- it's in uh united states yes it's in united states I see, but you guys are pretty well travelled, right? Because you've also lived in the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah, we've sort of lived all over. Um, we're. Um, well, I was born in Pakistan. Yusuf has only visited it a handful of times, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I moved uh, yeah. to Germany as a college student, and then moved to Holland for my PhD. And then Yusuf was born. So Yusuf was born in Holland in the, yeah. in the Netherlands. Yeah. And then in 2018, we moved to the US. Right, yeah. Yusuf? Guys, I've got to say, it's quite rare for me to talk to, uh, first of all, a writing duo, and secondly, one that is a mum and son. You've got a brand new book called My Sneezes Are Perfect. And one of you tell me all about your brand new book, please. Okay, so um, the book is really about, um, well, essentially Yusuf's journey from the Netherlands to the US and um, just this exciting uh, adventure um, of moving from one country to another and then getting used to the differences um, here and going to school here and then suddenly COVID happened. So a lot of it is um, are just poems about moving, about settling down and then Zoom classrooms and just uh, the adjustment. But it's told from um, a sort of witty perspective as well while uh, taking stock of these big realities such as moving countries and having to back up your life and make new friends and dealing with a, a raging pandemic, but uh, doing that with uh, hopefully with levity and with humor. So that's kind of a brief summary of the book. Yeah. So Yusuf, what's it like working with your mum? Uh, it was really fun. I was I was the one who was thinking of the poems, actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Uh. And I also think it's a little funny too. Yeah. It's yeah. quite funny. Yeah. It was like about like the there was uh, someone dancing in my Zoom. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, yeah. that happened. Yeah. Oh, wow. So these are really taken from real life experiences. Well, I would actually I would just observe Yusuf and then I tried to capture as much as I could his voice. And he also helped me type up um, many of the poems. Yeah. Um, so we try to capture, yeah. you know, just the um, just the weirdness of the times that we're living in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also the funny aspects of it, such as yeah, someone flossing in use of Zoom class. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And that was funny and that made us laugh. What's it been like doing homeschool? Because I know kids in the UK have all had to work from home and be on Zoom all the time. Do you like it or is it a bit boring or was it quite nice to be able to write poems about it? 
Um, it's, it's kind of boring at <laughs> well, being at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then you got to write some amazing poetry. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we had a wonderful illustrator, um, Benjamin Phillips, who really helped bring the poems to life. And his illustrations are just, they just added like an additional layer of hilarity to the poem. So uh, I, I think those are ones to look out for. I've got to say, the poems are really, you're right, they are really fun. And um, it's quite interesting because it's a time that loads of kids are going through. Everybody's going through the same thing at the moment of having to deal with COVID. Um, so it must yeah. be quite nice to put your feelings into paper and uh, and everybody reading it being like, yeah, we know what this is. We know this feeling. Absolutely. No, I, I think in a, in a sense, it's kind of an important book too, um, uh, because I'm sure there's lots of there's going to be lots of collections of poems and prose on COVID and living through this strange time. But I wonder if there's going to be um, uh, many collections that are kind of narrate the perspective from a from a from the perspective of a child. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to capture. I mean, we uh, we wrote the poems mostly to make ourselves happy. <laughs> and getting published was just an additional uh, prize, but really we. Um, it was just a way to keep us occupied in addition to growing tomatoes and baking banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, which poem, which is your favorite, Yusuf? Um, I think uh, I like the stinky banana the most. Oh, that's the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one that's closest to Yusuf's heart. Although you told me the other day you like bananas now. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's um, opening up to the fruit. <laughs> now he's taking <laughs> a couple of bites. And he's like, you know what? I don't think it's so bad. Uh, speaking of fruit, by the way, my favorite poem of yours was Watermelon Hat. Uh, that's the one that made me laugh out loud the most. <laughs> the Watermelon Hat? Yeah, that was the funny one. Do you remember that poem you said? Yeah, yeah, the watermelon underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But but... Who's, whose idea was that? Whose idea was the watermelon? Well, I think it uh, was inspired by something Yusuf said about yeah. wanting to um, wanting to have a watermelon underwear, essentially, because he was we were eating a lot of watermelons and he would do things with it, like make things with it um, and kind of shape it into different things. And he was like, you know what? I want to wear this. And I was <laughs> like, okay, well, that's hilarious. And we should probably write that down. <laughs> I have to say, though, a watermelon for underwear, would it not be really squidgy, Yusef? Would you not feel a little bit like that? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you would feel squidgy? Yeah. But it's still worth it? Yeah. It's, okay. It feels wet and it feels a little cold, too. Okay, all right. That's fine. Yes, but I guess like, it would also be delicious. So it's a you know it's a two way street, I suppose. Um, it's such yeah. a fun book, guys, and the poems are really awesome. Do you have some more poems up your sleeves? Because I know you're busy. Uh, you know, in lockdown, you can still find things to do, like you said, growing tomatoes. Are you still writing poems together as well? We wrote a couple more, a couple of new ones, um, but we haven't. We're not putting together another collection yet, like not formally. But we did write yeah. a couple of new ones. I think our next book is What Happened to Humans. Oh, yeah? That's yeah. what it should be called? Yeah. What Happened to Humans? Yeah, because I like <laughs> it. It describes a lot. That's true. It has humans in it and happenings. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. You, you, Yusuf has an idea for another collection, apparently, and, and a title. So I love that. Explore that. <laughs> it sounds kind of mysterious as well. Like I want to know the answer, and it feels like you would know the answer. <laughs> what happened to humans, Yusuf? What is the answer? Yeah, it was like that. No, tell me. Oh, it's a, it's a, oh, it's a question. It's a deep. Also, oh, we're gonna find out. Okay. <laughs> um, and also at the back of your book, you have some little tips to start uh, your own poem as well. If if readers want to become poets just like you guys, you've given some little prompts, which is very kind of you. Yes, I think. Um, I think that um, since a lot of parents are home uh, during the pandemic and uh, we're all to, I mean, there's also a plus side to the fact that we get to spend so much time with our families. I think writing poetry together would, is an excellent strategy to help pass the time and bond and laugh together. Yes, Yusuf? Uh, I thought we were going to read our book. If you, yeah, if you could read me a poem, that'd be amazing. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, you want to try to read it yourself? Yeah. Okay. The right, tooth fairy makes mistakes. One day, my tooth fell off, and I put it under my, my pillow. pillow. The tooth fairy left me money, but she didn't take, take my, my tooth. tooth. Gasp! And then she forgot it the night after, too. Oh, no. She left me more money but kept forgetting to take my tooth she made this mistake over, over and over, over again, again. And? and she kept dropping my tooth in different corners of the room <laughs> once under my bed once on a, on a shelf on a self shelf one day. one day the tooth fairy came to light to give me money. It was already 10 a.m. And I thought maybe she... She was delayed. Delayed because she also needed to collect other children's... Molars. molars incisors. Trousers, premolars. Premolars. And canines. And canines. I would have till wait, 9 a.m. Yeah. But... 10 a.m. is just too late. Yeah. I was waiting by the clock, not having breakfast, just, just watching the window, hoping for her to slip in, pocket my tooth, and leave the shiny dollar bill in its usual place. No room for more mistakes. Miss Tooth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well done. That was amazing. That was beautifully read. Yusuf, here's the thing. We get a lot of authors on Fun Kids. A lot of people read their stuff to us. And yours was, I'd say, the, the top one. That was the best we've ever had. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. That was excellent. Well, guys... We will we'll leave it there. That was, uh, I think, an excellent example of the poems. They're so much fun. And um, poor old Tooth Fairy. Uh, My Sneezes Are Perfect is the brand new book. And it's out uh, right now. So everybody, um, bookshops maybe are closed right now, but you can order things online. And independent bookshops, I know, are still sending stuff out as well. Um, yeah. So Rakshan and Yusef, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us, Vex. Have a, have a wonderful day. Uh, stay safe. <laughs> Wear masks. <laughs> I'm James Stewart, 
And in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, of course, we chatted poetry, but we also chatted fiction this month as well. And I got to speak to Sally Gardner all about her brand new book, The Tindims and the Turtle Tangle. Now, I am joined down the line right now by the author and illustrator, Sally Gardner. Hey, Sally, how are you? I'm really well. Thank you very much. I'm thrilled to have you here. I've just finished your book, uh, The Tindims. And the Turtle Tangle, it's such a lovely read. It's such a heartwarming book. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what goes on in it? Well, it, they, the, the Tindims of Rubbish Island have a little bit of a problem with Bottle Mountain, which has got very, 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 very big. And one day there's a bit of a disaster. Um, the top of it breaks away. And it's the first time the little Tindims have ever met the long legs. But they have to meet the long legs to try and retrieve Granny Gull and Barnacle Bow's house. And while they're doing that, they get muddled up with the turtle tangle. And um, I, 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 I love writing these. They're such ridiculous fun. And um, yeah, they're great characters. It's really fun to read because you almost have, it's kind of another language, the character, you know, you've created this world where it's actually, um, you feel like you're delving into, yeah, this, this other dimension almost. Thank you, thank you. I mean, they funnily enough, they take quite some time to write. Um, <laughs> you you sort of have to really get there. And and um, my editor keeps saying to me, no, 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 they need to be more tindimfied, more tindimfied, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite tricky. <laughs> Especially if you've created the world, you must think, well, I've done all I can, surely. <laughs> yeah, but some of their sayings, you know, you've got to keep remembering what you've said and... Uh, I, I keep making them up and thinking, oh, 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 I better check that one out. Did they ever say that before? So, yes. <laughs> so we should say uh, the long legs are actually a great name, a little phrase for humans. Yes, and the little long legs are children. And in the book, the characters, uh, they basically, yeah, they find a place where the long legs and the little long legs are trying to save some turtles. Um, is this something you've done in your life? Have you helped the turtles? Well, I, very, I have a very big sort of, heartfelt love of turtles because it was the one thing my mother knitted before I was born she knitted a little turtle for me it was her maternal moment in her life (laughs) and um and rather like the turtle I sort of got left to sort of fend for myself (laughs) in life (laughs) and I've always had rather sort of fondness of them and they do suffer in a very serious way from plastic bottles and I thought that it would just be something if children, and maybe they could help the long legs understand that throwing their water bottles away into the sea is really detrimental to the survival of so many species, including fish, because they swim in when they're small and they can't get out and they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your book is really good at kind of um, of helping to explain in a really interesting way, um, kind of recycling and um, yeah, the danger that plastic is doing to the environment. Yes, I, I mean, it's not our children's fault, this, by the way, and yeah. they are not in any way to blame. But there 
if they could see as well as the long legs all the plastic that we give our children um, and ask the simple question is this recyclable mum are these lego pieces recyclable can we you know that would be a start and also i have a big thing about magazines with all the plastic they put on their front of their magazines for their kids to you know to want to buy well it all ends up it doesn't get recycled it just gets thrown away and maybe the little long legs could help the long legs see what they're doing it's a very good point. I think, uh, especially, I know our listeners are much more aware now of uh, of recycling and and looking out for ways to kind of uh, just keep the planet ticking over. Let's put it like that. So this is probably a good little way of of teaching our grown ups as well. Yes, because grown ups are it's the grown ups we need to get to. I mean, there is quite an interesting thing there. Um, I think it was about t- uh, twenty years ago, maybe a little less. Sixty four thousand rubber ducks got free from a container and fell into the sea, okay? Mm-hmm. They are still popping up all over the world today. Wow. And that just shows you what we are doing. And the other great offender to this is a shoemaker beginning with N, and they have thrown masses into the sea. Uh, and the spillages like this cause endless trouble for the sea, endless trouble. So this book, I guess, is your way of reminding people to be a little bit more mindful of the environment around them. Absolutely. And also the Tindims don't see rubbish. Uh, they, don't, they don't think of rubbish as rubbish. And I think that is something that is a very interesting, just a discussion about what really is rubbish. Because actually we're throwing away main resources here that could be put into, remade into something else. And the countries that do this really well are Germany. And we are not doing it really well. We are still shipping our rubbish over to other countries. What are we doing? We should be recycling. Yeah. um, You're practicing what you preach in the book, at least, because at the back, there is a a little lesson of how to make a fish out of a plastic bottle, like kind of remembering that you can make little arts and crafts out about stuff you've got at home. Yeah. I mean, really nice stuff. I mean, fabulous stuff. I keep looking at um, uh, in India, they do some really rather wonderful things they make with their rubbish, you know, and nothing's, th- things seem to be much more used in a more imaginative and colourful way. Now, you did mention uh, your mum earlier on, and I guess this book must be a bit of a family affair, because didn't didn't your daughter do the illustrations, is that right? Yeah, my, oh, bless her, my daughter is an amazing illustrator, and I am severely dyslexic, so my other daughter, <laughs> her twin, has helped me uh, do you know, with the with the spelling and the um, getting it into what we call a clean manuscript. So mm-hmm. uh, and so it's really been a family affair. The only person who hasn't been involved is my son. <laughs> <laughs> your poor son. He's probably just watching you from the outside, wondering what you're doing. <laughs> Why is mum making all of those fish out of plastic bottles? What's she doing? <laughs> so you're dyslexic. That explains why, um, am I right in saying there's a dyslexia, like friendly font inside the book as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I'm very keen on this font. I don't know. Did you find it easy to read? I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got, I've got to say, um, I have a friend who's dyslexic and uh, I know for him, he finds blue paper a lot easier. Um, but I've never seen this font before and I think it's great. I think it's such a good idea. Well, I, I'm, I'm sort of out on a crusade to get every book, you know, every kid's book written in this font, because even if you're not dyslexic, 
I think it's much more kinder on the eye mm. and uh, and the words don't seem to wobble as much and uh, I, I think every uh, it's interesting I did a book called Maggot Moon and um, that was put into dyslexia font for, for sort of much older children well grown-ups really and we had both of them out we had the normal font and the dyslexia and the dyslexia font was more was very popular I and people bet. kept saying I can't understand why I can read this <laughs> There's something about it. It just feels really, it's just such a lovely book to read. And um, it all, it's, I think it's a good lesson for, for kids and for grown-ups. Um, and I think parents will enjoy reading it with their kids as well, I have to say. Um, now, every author that comes to Fun Kids, I do a quick fire round of questions with them. And I wonder yes. whether I could do that with you now. Yes, please right. do. Now, no wrong answers, obviously. It's just uh, whatever you fancy picking. So first up is super easy. It is books or Kindles. Uh, well, I, oh, goodness, that isn't super easy. Uh, that isn't super easy. Gee, I think I have to be honest and say Kindles. Oh, dear. Oh, don't worry. I mean, honestly, th there is no wrong answer here. Don't worry about it. Kindles, uh, uh, fine. Kindles, yeah. Go for it. Um, heroes or villains? Oh, I like a good villain. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I, Coriander or Maggot Moon? Oh, I think it has to be I, Coriander, because it started me off. That was your first one. Um, yeah. Film adaptation or TV adaptation? Ooh. Well, I, I, I've loved Bridgerton, so I'm going for, for TV. Yeah, a lot of people are saying TV now. Whenever I ask authors, I think the power of Netflix has come along to yeah. prove TV adaptations. Yeah. Uh, writing or reading? Writing. That was very definite. Uh, Skittles House or Broom's House? Uh, I think Skittle. Okay, good. Yeah, you sounded very confused about that, but I'll, I'll absolutely give you that. Uh, Hogwarts or Narnia? Narnia. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I've got to go back. I've got to go back. I'm going to uh -huh. take Hogwarts. I'm going to take Hogwarts. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone back. I'll allow it. Don't worry. Thank uh, you. Lap laptop or write by hand? I love both, but I like my laptop. Laptop. Recycle or upcycle? Recycle. <laughs> Good. Do you write nine to five or do you write whenever you fancy? I write really nine to five and a bit extra. Oh, that's very determined. Uh, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? Oh, that's so good. It's Paddington Bear. <laughs> Excellent. And the final, the final big one, uh, the most important one, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Oh, man, it's got to be salt and vinegar. Yes! yes that's, that's, I said there were no correct answers. I was wrong. Uh, that one is the one I care about the most. And you got the right answer. So well Thank done. You. Thank that you. Is, very that much. is the, the big heavy hitter of those questions. You could say anything yeah. you want for the rest, but this, the cheese and the onion. <laughs> Salt and vinegar thing that I appreciate the most. Um, right, well, Sally, we should say your book, The Tin Dims, um, is out this month. So I know that um, obviously bookshops aren't open at the moment, but independent bookshop sellers are still going and you can go online and, and there's lots of places still to grab the book, right? Yeah, there are. And independent, please go for it. Go for it. Yes. Yeah, big fan of the independent bookshops. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Sally, thank you so much for chatting to us about the Tindims and the Turtle Tangle, and hopefully we'll see you for the next adventure. That would be grand. That would be really lovely. Thank you so much. Thank no you. Worries. 
Now, every month on the Bookworms podcast, I will be picking a book of the month. One book I reckon you're going to have to get your mitts on. And this month, it was tricky. I won't lie. There's lots of amazing books coming out this month. I'll discuss them in the next podcast. But I will give you a heads up now. I have chosen for February's book of the month at Fun Kids... Vi Spy, Licensed to Chill. Now, this is the new book from Maz Evans. If you're a fan of Who Let the Gods Out, that whole series, well, this is the book for you. It's her newest adventure series. It's all about Vi. Now, here is the thing. Vi has got a bit of an interesting life because her mum is a super spy. Her dad is a super villain. They're getting divorced and an evil overlord is trying to take over the world unless Vi does something about it. It's such a fun adventure book. I think you're going to really love it. Uh, Hopefully in the next podcast, I'll actually be talking to Maz all about this new series. So in the meantime, your mission for this week, should you choose to accept it, is to try and find out a little bit more about Vi Spy, Licensed to Chill, our Fun Kids Book of the Month. And that's pretty much all from me today from the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you've enjoyed it, tell us, uh, leave a little comment wherever it is you get your podcast. Review, subscribe, tell your friends, read a book, and hopefully I will see you soon. Goodbye. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.